everyone. My name is Courtney Francis and this is The Countdown. I hope you all are doing well. I hope you are safe and I hope you're practicing social distancing. We really want to kick this virus in the butt and we can only do that if we all play our part. Before I get into the countdown for this episode, I wanted to make a correction from my previous episode. My previous episode, I was talking about politics and getting involved in voting and how you could do that. And I was talking about the Iowa caucuses. And I think it's really important to note that the Iowa caucus, I mentioned Bernie Sanders beating Hillary Clinton in the first set of caucuses. However, that is not true. In fact, Hillary beat Bernie, but it was by a really, really small margin. Um, that's not to say that what I said was correct in any slightest of way, but I just wanted to make that correction for those of you who are fact-checking and noticed that. And also, I want to make sure that you guys have the correct information because there's so much wrong information flying around everywhere that the last thing I want to do is contribute to that. Um, but with that being said, I'm going to start today's countdown on the stimulus package. And I think it's really important that we know what's in this package. And I think there's not enough coverage as to what is in this package. And so this countdown is going to go over five things within the stimulus package that I think you all should take a look at. And maybe one of them is pretty interesting to you and you want to learn more about it. But without further ado, we're going to start with the countdown with first talking about what is this stimulus package? The stimulus package is actually really unprecedented, not in the sense that we received a stimulus package because we've had one of those before in the past. I don't know if you're old enough to remember, but when we had the housing crisis, Back when Bush was president, we had a lot of people who lost jobs, who lost homes, and we did have a stimulus package then. Um, it did bail out a lot of big businesses and big companies. However, it was a package that gave Americans some money so that they can get to some form of normalcy while we waited for the economy to get back to normal. What makes this package very unprecedented and historic is the fact that it's the biggest one in American history. It is two trillion dollars. That is a lot of money. Um, it is two trillion dollars that was create uh, that was put in a bill created in the Senate and then pushed to the House. And previous iterations of a bill like this started out in the House and was not successful in the Senate or the president didn't sign it because of whatever reason. But this one was actually put together by the Senate, agreed upon in the Senate and sent to the House. And the House, if they wanted to expedite it, had to have a full agreement on it. And thankfully, there was a full agreement on it. And it was sent to President Trump and he signed it. And now we have $2 trillion that we are expected to put back into the economy. So 
the first thing to think that this bill has and number five on our countdown is the fact that hospitals are getting 100 billion dollars and this is a really big deal because hospitals have been asking for more money from the government they are losing a lot of revenue ever since the coronavirus They've been delaying a lot of elective surgeries and other procedures that people would typically go to hospitals for in lieu of managing this virus outbreak. And so because of that, um, the hospitals are really hurting and the amount of Medicare payments for treating pay patients with the virus is fluctuating. And so this is actually really helpful for hospitals um, because it's gonna help them get back get some money so that they can help the people who are in need now let's be 100% honest there are some for-profit hospitals who had lobbyists who were lobbying for much much more money but they only got a hundred billion that they had to split amongst hospitals so hopefully it is enough to help hospitals and help them help people but as of right now that's what they got with the bill number four something else that is actually really cool is that of the money in the stimulus package, there was about $58 billion that went to industries like airlines. So airlines would get $29 billion in grants and $29 billion in loans. And it would help them get their businesses back and running. I don't know if you've checked the stock market as of recently, but a lot of these airlines stocks have dropped considerably. If you are into investing or are thinking about it or are hesitant, right now might be the time to look at some airline stocks because they're all pretty low and pretty affordable, I guess. So this $58 billion that airlines are about to get isn't initially what they thought airline thought that they would get but they did want this kind of money um it doesn't include things such as commitments to cutting emission which is what democrats were fighting for because we know that airplanes do a lot to our atmosphere and our environment um but it does give the money to these airlines that they can start paying their employees and stop having to worry about laying off employees and essentially save hundreds and thousands of jobs. So I think they got some money that I, I think would be really, really helpful for them. So that was number four. Number three is that the coronavirus stimulus package is actually going to help with unemployment by giving money directly to Americans. So this stimulus package is going to give up to $1,200 or $1,200 to adults and $500 to children age 16 and under, um, depending on your income. 
And as of right now, it looks like if your gross income is $75,000 or less, you will get the full $1,200. If you are a married couple with no children earning $150,000 or less, you'll receive the full $1,200 per person. So you'll get a total of $2,400. And if you're a taxpayer and you're filing head of household, you will get the full payment if you earned $112,000 or less. However, if you are above those incomes, the amount of money you get drops from the full $1,200. So if you earn $99,000 and have no children, um, you're going to get less than the $1,200 per person. And... Um, if you are a family with two children and you're making $218,000, you will not qualify for the $1,200, um, which some may say that's not fair, but also some may question if you really need the $1,200. I'm not one to judge or speak on whether or not someone needs the $1,200, but I do like the fact that they are putting some caps on who gets how much. Does that make up for the fact that a lot of people are losing their jobs and some people may have lost everything and that whether or not they make so much money, they still could use $1,200? I, I don't know, but... I do like the fact that they're trying to be equitable in it in some regard. This looks like it's going to be a one-time payment as of right now, but who knows, there may be additional payments if we get another bill going or if Congress decides that they want to add on to this bill in some shape or form. So if you are curious as to whether or not you are going to get any of this money, you can find it on your adjusted gross income on your tax. It's line 8B of your 2019 um, tax return. Something really important to also know about this is that um, if you're a college student, you definitely are eligible for this money if you were not claimed by anybody on your 2019 taxes. So it's really important that you file independently and that you are not claimed by anybody else to get this full amount. If you are claimed by someone, you don't get the full amount, unfortunately. Um, so usually students who are under 24 are dependents in the eyes of tax authorities if the parent pays for at least like half of their expenses. So I would just check it out if you're a college student and you're unsure. Now, remember that we're looking at 2019 tax returns, not 2020. So if you are just now filing um, or if you're going to file unclaimed by anybody in 2020, that doesn't count. So you need to look at your 2019 filing status. Um, if you haven't prepared your tax return yet, I guess you can look at your 2018 return, but I do encourage you to file your 2019 taxes. That way you can see you can see whether or not you fall within this um, stimulus package relief fund section or if you um, don't get the money at all. 
Um, if you're thinking about the fact that you lost your job in 2020 and that'll change your 2020 um, tax filing status, know that I, th I think that while they're only looking right now at 2019, I was reading that it's you could still benefit once you file your 2020 taxes because the payment is like it's like an advance on a tax credit that will be accessible all year round. So obviously it'll depend on how much you earn in 2020 and 2019, but it looks like you should be fine. Check it out for yourself. Go to the IRS website. It might be a little bit more easy for you to digest there than here, listening to me talk it through to you. Um, but yeah, there's that. If you want to know a little bit more about um, how much you're going to get and how you'll be able to get it, feel free to check out the New York Times. They have a really great article called FAQ on Stimulus Checks unemployment and the coronavirus plan and that actually has a lot of great resources specifically about the payout to Americans. So number two on this countdown I thought that this was really really great. If you look at um, congress.gov they actually have the entire bill laid out and summarized for you and then they have the entire text if you actually wanted to read the nitty gritties. However, something that was really great about the congress.gov is that they had a section that was talking about um, SNAP, which was formerly known as the Food Stamp Program. And there was essentially, to sum it up, they're expanding who all can qualify for the Supplemental, Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, SNAP, formerly known as food stamps. So before there was a cutoff as to who was eligible to receive SNAP, because there is so much unemployment and because so many people are getting sick and unable to work or they have to take care of their kids at home, they're actually um, allowing for more people to qualify for this program, which could help them buy groceries and things that they really need to support their families and their kids while they're at home. So I thought that was really cool. Like I said, go to congress.gov, check that out. You'd be really impressed with how well it's laid out on congress.gov and how easy it is for you to read through it. And then the last thing that I'm going to say on this countdown, number one, is about the arts. So there's a lot of controversy about this one, um, mainly that the Kennedy Center is the big center of this, I guess, quote unquote, scandal of this bill. But essentially, there are some people who are a little upset because the bill actually provides $25 million of coronavirus relief for the Kennedy Center and this is true the Kennedy Center is a performance arts center where a lot of guest artists come and perform typically the people who go to the Kennedy Center are congressmen or people who can afford tickets but anyone can go to the Kennedy Center and experience art 
Um, a lot of times you'll see on CBS or PBS, they'll have the Kennedy Center honors and different people will get honored at the Kennedy Center for their contributions to arts. And it's a really cool uh, award show to watch if you're into award shows. It's a little less showy than, you know, VMAs and Grammys and whatnot. But it's a pretty cool award show. Anyways, I digress. The Kennedy Arts Center actually received money in this coronavirus package. But that's not all to the story. So there is a commission on arts and arts culture and arts centers. And they got a lot of money in general to help the arts community during this time. And part of that is that $25 million that's going to the Kennedy Arts Center. And... It's important to note that while we think about, you know, the people we work with and our family members who are being laid off and losing their jobs, just as much so, if not more, the art centers and the art industry and the arts in general are actually losing their jobs just as much, if not more. And anytime the economy takes a hit, Arts also take a hit as well because those are often seen as a luxury, right? Like people aren't buying art or really concerned about going to a performance when they don't have a job. And so the Congress put in this provision to make sure that there was money going to those communities to ensure that these artists and administrators and everyone who works in these centers, galleries, theaters are able to get some money and or get something considering the fact that a good amount of them have been laid off because these art centers can't remain open without a steady flow of revenue. And it's also really interesting to note that Congress um, put in a provision to enact the Kennedy Center at one point. So it does make sense that they did put money towards the Kennedy Arts Center, but there is a lot of controversy about all of this in general. I think people are just a little upset at the fact that this $25 million that some of these art centers are getting could have gone to expanding more programs that the government does or give more money to families who are impacted by the coronavirus. However, I think that of the things within this bill, I'm not too upset about this because I do recognize and acknowledge the wonderful work that artists create and the fact that they, their jobs are contingent upon us consuming their, their work. And so if we're not consuming their work, their livelihood kind of goes down. And so I'm glad that Congress is being intentional to think about them. If you have questions about that in specific, you can go check it out. On, you can check out more about that through various sites. But I went to PolitiFact to learn a little bit more about um, the Kennedy Art Center and the arts that are being provided, the art centers and um, commissions that are getting this money from the stimulus package. Um, that's all I really have for you all today. Please remember to make it a great day. Um, something else that I want to note is that April uh, 2nd was Autism Awareness Month. If you haven't had a chance to learn about autism or what it is, check out Autism Speaks. They're a really great organization and company that sheds a lot of light on autism and the diversity of the spectrum that is autism spectrum disorders, and you learn a lot about them. Thanks for listening to The Countdown. Make it a great day. Thank you.